Blog Talk Radio. Become friends with benefits. I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about friendsbeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skincare, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our friends discount program and shop with us today at friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com, friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818 691 1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today. Good evening and Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, January 20th. Um, thank you, guys. I know it's half, half the month is over already, and this is the first show of the year. I was sick last Sunday, so... We didn't do our scheduled show last Sunday, which would have been our first show of the year. Um, but thank you for tuning in tonight. Um, <clears throat> again, have a happy new year. I hope you had a wonderful holiday season. Uh, we are uh, glad you are back with us for this new year and for this conversation tonight on a new start. We are talking about you know, beginning for the first time, starting over, and reinventing yourself in beauty, a new start in beauty, and we're going to talk about that tonight. Now I'm going to turn it over to Denise so that she can um, say hello and give us some beauty news. Good evening, everyone, and um, Happy New Year, and again, welcome to the show. I'm glad to have you all back, returning for uh, another exciting uh, year. Beauty Talk. Um, I'm so excited about tonight's um, about tonight's topic uh, because this is something that people are always uh, talking about, inquiring about um, in the new year. You know, everyone wants a fresh start, new year, new, um, and you know, and we need to kind of put that energy also into um, you know rebooting our careers as well and how we can uh, make changes to make things. Uh, a little better for ourselves, maybe a little easier for ourselves. And, um, you know, how can we profit more uh, this year from our careers and, and you know, in ways of, um, you know, just making those changes. And and, and it's nothing that's really um, so fascinating about it, really. It's, it's, um, it's pretty much simple changes, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about it in a few minutes, but it's it can be some simple things that we can do to like reboot our careers and to, you know, kind of uh, give ourselves a fresh start. So it's just, it, it's just some simple, um, easy things that we already know that we probably for, have forgotten about, or we hadn't done certain things in so long um, that of course we're not, uh, we're not thinking about them. So um, we're not thinking about how it can uh, affect our careers. So, We'll talk a little bit about that in a few minutes, but again, just welcome 
uh, you all again to the show. We want to uh, thank all of our listeners from around the world for uh, once again joining Beauty Talk on our uh, 10th year um, anniversary of the show. And so we continue to ask you to support us and uh, just follow us along in this Beauty Talk journey. So quick reminder um, for um, those of you who are attending uh, ISSE, the International Salon and Spa Expo um, in Long Beach, California, uh, this weekend coming up, January 26th through the 28th. Um, it's taking place uh, at the Long Beach Convention Center in Long Beach, California. And uh, just basically, for those of you who want to still get tickets, um, you can do so by uh, going online at probeauty.org forward slash ISSE. Again, that's probeauty.org forward slash ISSE, or you can call by calling 240-439-2554. Again, that's 240-439-2554, or you can visit a salon-centric um, that's located in your area. They will have uh, tickets as well. And if you call online, I'm sorry, if you call over the phone to get tickets, there will be a $10 processing fee. So I just want you to know there will be a $10 processing fee um, that will be applied to your ticket price when you're ordering by phone. Okay? So to save on those processing fees, you can definitely go online or you can purchase at a salon-centric. All right? And when you purchase online, there will be no uh, refunds. Okay? No refunds. And also taking place uh, during ISSE uh, on Saturday, January 26th at the Terrace Theater, which is located, of course, at the Long Beach Conven uh, Convention Center, is uh, NAHA, which is North American Hairstyling Awards. And this will be the 30th year of the North American Hairstyling Awards, and they will start off on that Saturday with the um, red carpet reception at 6.30 p.m. And then at 8 o'clock p.m. is the actual NAHA ceremony. And then at 10 p.m., there will be an after-party uh, located at Hotel Maya. Again, at 10 p.m., there will be an after-party to the Naha Awards located at Hotel uh, Maya. But again, for more information even on Naha, you can go to probeauty.org forward slash N-A-H-A. And they're going to be uh, makeup artists, estheticians, hairstylists, nail techs um, from all over the country uh, participating in this event. So, again, you can check out um, Pro Beauty for more information on who's coming, uh, what classes they'll be teaching, um, and, you know, all of the after parties and the fun that will take place after, um, after the convention and after the award show. Right. All right. Well, let's jump into this conversation um, about new beginnings. Um, again, for those of you who may be just now tuning in, Happy New Year. You're listening to Beauty Talk. If you would like to comment or have a question about tonight's topic, you can give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. So tonight, our conversation is about new starts or new beginnings. Um, if you are a, a young makeup artist just now starting, not necessarily young in age, but just young in the business, just starting out for the first time, or if you're starting over, or you're, if you're some, you find yourself as being someone who needs to reinvent themselves in this beauty industry. You know, there are several artists, um, and I'll use some artists um, that I know as an example. For instance, um, I am originally from Maryland, and back when I first started in 2000, well, I started makeup in, uh, went to school in 1998. I didn't get into the union for film and television until 2002, but I was working, as, you know, as a makeup artist, in those years in between then. But when I first got into a union for film and television, Maryland was, was a, a union town, and there were productions going on all the time. 
And so there were a lot of artists there who were uh, doing makeup for film and TV long before I even got involved with film and television. And they had thriving careers. So it looked as if I was the new kid on the block. Um, Some of those same artists years later, um, I'm sure we're at a point where they felt like they had to reinvent themselves, you know, um, because the film and TV work slowed up tremendously in the Baltimore area. And, you know, there were, I guess, a lot of artists who were left to just to, um, I guess there was still commercial work going on. But there are some artists who probably felt like they needed a new start. You know, how do I get back in this? Um, you know, especially when they're a lot older. Some artists are a lot older and find themselves, you know, this is a new industry now. Here's social media going on. Um, and not just and I just use that as an example, as one that's not necessarily always the case. It's not always someone who's older. It's not always someone who doesn't know um, social media. Um, but it could all also be someone who just, for whatever the reason is, haven't worked in a very long time, and now they're just trying to get back into working. Um, but, but they realize and recognize that it's a brand-new day and it's a different industry. Um, Thank God I've been blessed to continue to be working, but I myself even recognize that it's a brand new day, it's a brand new industry, um, and things and some things have changed. Um, so in saying all of that, we all at least, and I feel like it's healthy, at some point in our careers should feel like we need a new start. We should feel like we need to reinvent ourselves in some way, even if it's just a small way. There should be at some point in your career where you want to say, you know what, I want to start over, so to speak, or I want to do something different or new for the first time um, so that you can keep it fresh, so that you can continue to grow, because that's what it's all about, you know, growing. That, that new beginning, that new start to me is about growth. You know, and I know like a lot of people um, at the end of one year, they, they, they reflect and they come up with these things that they want to do in the new year, have new, like uh, New Year's resolutions or what have you, and we're going to do this, we're going to do that, because everybody wants to start off the new year and start off because they want some form of success or, you know, they want this to be their best year yet. And I just think it's, I think it's healthy. Um, to want to start over, um, I think it's a good thing, and I think it's all a part of growth. And <clears throat> one of the things that you may have heard me say, and my sister on this say on this show several times, is to to always study your craft. And so I think that um, studying your craft is something that you should constantly be doing. And I think um, you know there are so many ways that you can do that. And not even leave your home. You know, um, now with the Internet, um, and, of course, there's ways you can purchase books. You don't even have to leave your home. Um, um, You know, taking classes and you don't even have to leave your home. Just so many ways that you can study your craft without even having to leave. You know, and we'll be talking soon with Marietta Carter-Narcisse, who has um, her online uh, classes and her online academy up and running. She'll be here soon to talk about that. But it's so many ways that you can study your craft without even leaving. And, you know, you have YouTube, and I'm not saying go on YouTube and, um, you know, learn from some random person. There's so many well-established makeup artists and companies that's out on YouTube, you know, you have Ben Nye Cosmetics who has um, a YouTube page and they use established artists to, to teach and do things on their page. You have, uh, you know, you have your different brands out there who can, one, teach you about the product, and then, two, 
also learn new techniques from the different artists that they use to teach. And speaking of products, um, people, some people don't get it. Some people don't get the importance of it. But product knowledge is so, so, so very important. And that's why we always talk about, you know, like IMAX. We're always talking about, you know, IMAX in this town and IMAX in that town. And so many products out there that are to be discovered. Um, There are so many products out there that's available to artists, and a lot of us aren't a lot of, some of us don't even know about these products, and a lot of us are not even using these products. And it's so important because, you know, especially as film and TV artists, I can speak for the film and TV artists, we're always looking for products to do certain things. You know, we need, we need to cover tattoos. We need to know what's the best, what's going to last and not rub off on the wardrobe. What's, you know, what's not going to rub off on, for instance, if it's a love-making scene, what's not going to rub off on the sheets, you know, because we're thinking about the other departments that are involved in this. Um, What's going to last throughout the day? You know, what's water-based? What's alcohol-based? What can we use through the airbrush? So just all these different things. And so understanding product knowledge and what products can do is very important. So when I say study your craft, it's not even always about learning the new, a new technique, but it's also understanding and knowing, um, products. Just um, basic. And that's, they're just the basics. Just the basics, exactly. So that's that's one of the things that, that's, that I find is very important is, you know, studying your craft. I, I mentioned Marietta Carter-Narcisse. She's teaching from the film and television perspective. But then you have so many others um, that are teaching so many other different things. And so it's very important um, uh, to, to study your craft, but not only that, and this is a great way of reinventing yourself, especially for those who are established. Um, learn business. You know, as makeup artists, everybody wants to just create. People are forgetting about there's a business side to everything. You know, and we have to stay up on our game when it comes to business in general. You know, and we have to you know, be be very smart about it. And not only just the business of of makeup, but just understanding like, you know what, this is a, a this is a career that, you know, if you would like to stay in, in a long time, you want to retire from. If you're a film and television artist, you, you want to consider consider being vested. Um but for those who may not be in film and T V and who don't who don't get those type of benefits that the film and television world offers, you want to think about, um, you know, well, one day I'm going to retire and I need a little something that I can lean, you know, lean on. You might want to consider, you know, opening an IRA. Uh, You might want to sit down with somebody and talk about investing, you know, um, taking care of your personal business and setting yourself up so that one day you can retire and one day you can put those, uh, those brushes down. Um, as well as taking care of your the you know the business of this business and you know learning how to um set rates and you know um you know set rates or if you're interested in an agent just all of those things if you're not working now is the time to really think about what it is in this beauty industry you really want to do with makeup and then sitting down and just kind of mapping out plans and how you're going to go about achieving those goals, you know. And that's what that's what this new start should always be about, you know, setting new goals, realizing the ones that you set from the year before, if you've reached them or not, how far you have to go to reach your goals, if it's something you want to even continue to pursue or consider, all of those things. So, so important. Um I'm just going to, I'll just stop right there and give you an opportunity to kind of weigh in on some of the things that I've just said or, or share something that you may have as well. Well, I mean, I definitely agree with all the things that um, you said. And um, I just, I, you know, sometimes I, I just think it's, 
you know, some people, like I said, like in the beginning of the new year, people always come up with different things. They're going to work out more. Um, you know, they're going to do more of this, more of that. They always find a way of, you know, starting the, trying to start the new year off right. And, you know, I'm doing air quotes. So they're, they're trying to start the new year off right. And so they want to, you know, I guess fix what they didn't do right in the previous year. Well, I just feel like change is always good. And if you pick the beginning of the year to do that, great. Um, but change is always good whether you're forced to change um, or whether you just decided to change. And I think um, what sparked this conversation tonight was something that I read on Facebook. And um, there's a young lady who um, she's moving from one country to the U.S., and she, for personal reasons, she, you know, she had stopped working um, in makeup, and now she wants to get back into makeup. And I'll just read a little bit um, of her post. She says, looking for advice, I've spent the better part of my career as a makeup artist for five years doing bridal work and private work with clients of the LGBTQ uh, community and other sensitive, discreet makeup applications lessons. However, I have taken a significant amount of time off while dealing with my personal life. As a result, I don't have the same connections I used to have, and my client base is zero. I do not have a website or even a professional social media account any longer where I could post my work, or, e or even if I created one now, my images are dated, not quality for what is, for what is out there competitively. Also, because the bulk of my clients near the end of my career before I took my break were private clients, I did not take photos that would even be appropriate to share on social media. I am looking to relocate um, to Virginia from Canada this year and want to get back into doing makeup full time again. I would still like to focus on the LGBTQ community, but also get back into bridal work again. What advice would you give on where to start? I'm going to have to build from nothing, new kit and everything, but I'm more, cons but, you know, and I, I kind of cut it off right there. I think she, she goes on to say that she was uh, more concerned about um, building her client base. The first and foremost, I, my advice to her or to anyone else trying to start over in the makeup uh, industry is not to look at everyone else as competition because there's so, there's so many aspects and so many areas of the business that you can kind of focus on that you don't need to really look at anybody else's competition because we don't know anyone else's journey, okay? So for my first thing would be to just not look at anyone else's competition. Your journey is your journey and focus on that, okay? So I'm going to go back to the beginning of her post. Um, let's see. Okay, she's saying that she doesn't have the same client base. Well, basically, she's saying she doesn't have a client base, okay? Um, she doesn't have a website or even a professional social media account any longer where she could post um, her pictures. So first things first is to set up a social media account. Start brand new, okay? It's okay if you post some personal stuff on your social media account, but if you're going to use that account as your same account as your professional account, then you want to make sure, you know, that you keep everything on there professional, even though it's personal, keep it professional. Okay. Um, if you think it would be best to separate the two, then create a personal page and create a professional page because with the personal page, you can all, sometimes you start off, by getting more friends on your personal pages than you do your professional pages. So use the, mm -hmm. use the following on your personal page to help build your professional page. You can always link the two accounts, okay? So that's the first thing. When it comes to um, building your clientele, okay, so now you're, you're at ground zero, so let's start there. When you don't have a clientele, what do you do? You take family and friends, right? So right mm -hmm. now that she's still in Canada, use your family and friends to build your portfolio. Use your fam even if you're taking pictures with your phone, use your family and friends, do their makeup, 
and take the best pictures that you can take with your phone. If you have a good camera, take good pictures with your camera and use that and post that on your professional page. Because at least right now, if you don't have a website or can't afford a website, you at least have that Instagram page that's showing your work. So start there. Okay. So now if you're trying to move to Virginia here in the United States, if you already know where in Virginia you're going to be moving or if you're planning to make some visits to Virginia before you actually move, that's the best time to try to network with people. You know, even even being in Canada, you can go to Instagram, use certain hashtags to connect with uh, makeup artists in the area of Virginia you're trying to move to. I think uh, trying to network with people now before you get there would be great so that you know someone. Um, and if you, you know, if you, if you plan to have work outside of makeup, like if, you, if you're going to be going there and you're going to be working somewhere outside of doing makeup, that's a great way to meet people, number one, at your job, but also to build up clientele as well, if that's your option. I'm not just speaking to this young lady, but I'm speaking to anybody out there who uh, have similar situations and, and they're starting over as well. Because some people aren't doing makeup full-time. They're just doing makeup part-time, and they may have, you know, like a full-time or a part-time job. So that's a good place to uh, build up your clientele as well. It's just by, you know, the people that you're working with, and then they know people, you know, like their their family members, their friends. So keep that in mind. So, again, if you're going to, to be moving here to the States, try to, you know, get ahead of yourself a little bit before you move and try to connect with people in that area and find out about different events going on in that area. Um, also, you can, um, when you get to that area, or maybe, again, call ahead of time and check with the local department stores in that area um, and, you know, see if they need freelancers, if some of the, li- some of the lines need freelancers. And if it's not in the department stores, check to see if there's a Sephora or if there's an Ulta, because at least you're keeping your skills fresh as well as meeting people. The clients that come into the store, you're meeting people, and so therefore could possibly build up your clientele that way as well. There's always people walking. There are always brides coming into Sephora or Ulta or even department stores looking to just buy makeup because sometimes they think they can't necessarily afford a makeup artist. And then they just decide that they're going to do it themselves. And so when, you, when you're in those places and you're working in those places, that's your opportunity to teach them how to do their makeup. And then sometimes, you know, by just having conversation, they realize that they can't afford, they would much rather have a makeup artist do it. And then you talking to them and speaking with them, maybe they'll find out that maybe they can actually afford to have someone. So maybe, you know, that's a good way of building up your bridal business. And to get, you know, and just basically getting, uh, you know, getting clientele. So you have to think on those lines. You have to think about social media not being around and thinking, what can I do? What should I do? Because sometimes I think we use social media as a crutch and just thinking, okay, everybody's looking at social media. So this is where I'm going to post my photos. This is where I'm going to do all of my networking. And, and, and it's not so. It's not so. That's right. So it's best, to, it's best to get out there and to actually put in the work, doing the work, getting out and meeting people. You know, get up from behind the computer or put the phone down and get out and actually meet people, touch people, and um, build your clientele that way. Um, absolutely. Let's see. Did you, you have something you want to add to that? No, I was just saying absolutely. I totally, I totally agree. Um, I honestly, felt like, you know, like I said, we started around '98, and back then we, we used what we had. You know, like you may have heard us talk on this show all the time about the internet was nowhere near back then what it is today. So you had to be creative with how you got information out about your work. Um, you know, you reaching out to companies, and hey, the telephone still works. The U.S. Yeah, mail and still works, and and that's and that's the thing. Back then, you just communicated. You mm-hmm. communicated with people face to face or over the telephone, 
the 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 real telephone. Not you know, I'm not saying the cell phone is not a real telephone, but you know, the the phones that were in your houses. You know, you communicate with people. You actually you actually read the yellow pages. You looked up different businesses through the on the yellow pages, um, and the white pages, and you and you found people's numbers that way. Um, and I'm not saying you know you got to go back to those times, but I'm just saying you there's some things that you know that you just might have to do. Um, you know you may have to go into a store, introduce yourself to a counter manager, and say you know I'm looking for a freelance position or I'm looking for a part time position. You know do you all have any positions available? Or get on the phone mm-hmm. and call. But to me to me it shows the effort when you go into the store and meet with someone face-to-face, it shows that you're Mm -hmm. serious. And while you're there, drop off a resume. While you're there, you drop it off a resume, show a couple of photos of your work, even if it is on your phone, even if it is on your, your, um, your Instagram account, you know what I mean? But at least they can see your work. And if they want you to come in and, and, you know, and um, demonstrate your abilities, that's all good too. But put forth the effort of going in and meeting someone face to face, um, you know, to do that. I think, um, I think it's going to take extra effort. You know what I mean? Because every, everything that's out there now, we, we, we all know social media. We all do it pretty much to some extent. Some, you know, have mastered it and, you know, some get, work from it, great. But I think it's going to take a little bit more from people mm-hmm. this year and going, for, and going forward. I think it's going to take a little bit more because we all know, most people know how to maneuver social media and how to get ahead in social media. Some people know how to do it and just won't do it. Um, or some mm-hmm. people may not have the time to do it but we all know what's there and what can be done with social media. But most people who have mastered social media don't really know and, 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 or don't really appreciate the art of real communication. Mm -hmm. So again, I think it's just going to take extra effort from a lot of people going forward and, 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 and making those business deals and, and getting those contacts and things like that. But again, and just you, taking. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say I like the comment that you made when you said not to look at other people, because mm-hmm. there's going to be some examples of makeup artists who. The bottom line is they're going to continue to work, job after job after job. Why? Because they are good at what they do. Period, and it's not going to have anything to do with social media. How many, you know, Absolutely. their numbers and how popular they are on social media. It's not going to have anything to do with that. They're just good at what they do. People respect them. Um, uh, producers or, or art directors or those who are in the position to hire love them, love who they are, and they love their work. And plain and simple, they're just going to be the ones to get hired over and over and over, and it has nothing to do with social media. Absolutely. So if, you, if you're one of those people who are just beginning, just starting out, or even starting over, you cannot watch those other people, and then you're going to be sitting back wondering what you have to do to catch up to that or, um, or what do you have to do to be that, you know, Focus, again, on doing the work. Whatever the work is for you, do the work. Right. Right. Now, going back to my young lady on on the um, social media post, um, she she talked about the bridal work in in private work with clients of the LGBTQ community. And that's another thing. Find out about the LGBTQ community in the state that you're trying to move to in the city where you're going to be living and reach out to them, find a way, find a creative way of getting connected to that community and offering your services. 
see, you know, there's so many things in her post. It, 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 this post is really loaded with opportunity, actually, but she doesn't even see it. Um, there, I mean, you know, that's a large community. There's so many things that you can do. There's so many ways that your skills can be used. So you have to reach out to that community where you're trying to move. And, and, and that's, you know, that's an opportunity waiting for her right there. Um, she states that she took a significant amount of time off while dealing with her personal life. And so during that, I mean, I don't know what her situation was. And during that time, I'm not sure if she, you know, if she continued to do like makeup for her friends or if she just put makeup down altogether. But my suggestion to her and to anyone else, if you know that makeup is still what you love to do and how you want to continue making money, but right now you you have to, you know, deal with other things. If you're physically able to continue doing makeup in some way, even if it's not to make money, but to like, you know, for family and friends, I say continue to do that. Continue to, um, you know, work on your craft and work on your skills. Keep your skills sharpened. Um, also, if, if you have to take a break from makeup, but yet, um, you know, you're, again, you're physically still able to do it. You're still in your right mind, but there are other things that you have to attend to. If you have time, and even now for this young lady in the post, start a YouTube channel. Start a YouTube channel. Start doing makeup on YouTube. Talk about products on YouTube. Because even if you don't sell a, a product or even if you don't get a client from this YouTube channel, at least people see your face because you never know where people will discover people that they want to hire. So, again, social media is out here for us all. We can put our business on social media and seek advice on social media, but why not use social media to make money? Somehow, why not use social media to market yourself? Somehow. Like I said, mm -hmm. this post loaded with opportunity, but she doesn't really see it. You're she's almost answering her own questions with the questions. With the advice that she's seeking, She's laying it out there. She's putting everything out there, but it's almost like she's already answered her own questions. She's already, already, I mean, given the advice, but she doesn't even know it. It's go to social media. Use the social media platforms to make yourself visible. Like I said, sometimes using social media is not about getting a client. Sometimes it's just to get your face out there so that people can see who you are. So that's right. another thing you can say. Set up the YouTube page. Start doing some videos. Um, even if you just do them from your phone and upload them, okay? Even, you know, technology is available to all of us. We all pay for it. It's all, you know, so it's, it's out there. Why not use it? Um, so then she goes on to say that she doesn't have a, a website or even a professional so, uh, social media account. So, again, start the social media, professional social media account. Don't worry about the website right now. If you don't have the money, don't worry about it. If you don't have the photos, don't worry about it. Start with the professional um, Instagram account. Start doing your friends, posting those pictures on your page. Start doing yourself if you don't have a model. Do yourself and post it on that page, okay? She also goes on to say, um, even if she created a social media account, she doesn't have any images that, uh, because the images that she does have are dated and not quality for what, is, for what is out there competitively. So, again, don't look at anyone else's photos. What you have may be dated, okay? So create some new ones. Create some new ones. You're still in Canada. You still have the same friends and family. Use every last one of them to create some new looks and post every last one of them. You don't have to post them all at once. Space it out. Take your time posting those photos. Create videos with those people while you're doing the makeup on some of them. You know, put, uh, create your Insta stories. Build up your professional page 
with that while you're still in Canada. You haven't moved yet. You still have an opportunity to get this right. Don't worry about the um, the website just yet until you've built up that social media showing your work. Then how about this? How about test with some photographers in your in, in, in Canada? Test with some photographers. Get some good photos. Get some good photos. I think sometimes when we haven't done something in a long time and now when it's time to start doing it again, I think we forget what we already know. Mm-hmm. I think we forget what we mm-hmm. already know, and, it, and, it, and, and, we're, and we become stuck. We become stuck as if we just don't know our way. You already know. You've done it before. How did you do it when you started out before? How did you build that clientele? Right. Go back to those times. Because even in this girl's situation, five years ago when she started, social media was around then, but it wasn't as advanced as it is now, even now. Five years years ago, Instagram was nothing like it is now. Right. And five years, but five years, when you think about it, was not that long ago. Not that long ago. So things are constantly changing, and they change fast. So it's like, this is the thing. When things change, you have to change with it. You have to change with it. Because I think if we don't change with it, then we do get stuck. But once you make your changes in life, you can't forget where you started from. You can't forget the things you did when you started. And that's my whole point. And this is something that I've been thinking about for a while now. It's going back to what I used to do, you know, Mm -hmm. what you used to do to get work. Going back to that, and, and, you know, I think my main suggestion for some people is before you even start with the Instagram accounts or the websites or the portfolios, just start with updating your resume. Update your resume. Update your bios if you have one. If you don't have one, now is a good time to get one, create one, because these are all the tools that you're going to need to start over. You're going to need all these tools to start over. And another thing with this young lady in her post, depending on where she's moving in Virginia, think about makeup in that area and find out what's happening in that area in the makeup industry, because it could be a town that has a lot of like corporate video type stuff going on. It could be a town that has, you know, music videos going on. Who knows? It could be a town that has film and television stuff going on. And as a makeup artist, I understand you like certain areas of makeup, but when you first move to a new place, Sometimes you just want to get a job. You just want to, you know what I mean? You just want to work. So as a makeup artist, find work. Even if it's not the work that you think you like, find work. Do what you like later once you make some money. Like I said, starting over doesn't have to be hard. It's just going back to doing some simple things, making some simple tweaks in life, and just... um, you don't even have to reinvent yourself. I just think, you know, like I said, if you, you change, change with the times, okay? Change with the times, but it doesn't mean you can't hold on to something that you used to do. It's just like with technology. You know, you have these fat back, as they call them, fat back TVs, you know? Now everybody's got, <laughs> everybody's got flat screens, right? Just mm-hmm. because everybody's looking at flat screen TVs, it doesn't mean you still can't have a fat back TV in your house. It doesn't mean the TV is not going to work anymore. You can right. change with the times and get a flat screen, but there's no harm in holding on to that fat back either. <laughs> it's just when you you're know? ready to get rid of it, nobody's going to want it. <laughs> you just can't get rid of it. <laughs> but still, it's right. not that it's not going not gonna to work or you can't hold on to it. It's just, you know. Because that's the thing. That flat screen, you never know. Something may happen to it and it doesn't work anymore. But guess what? You can always reach back for that fat back. That's right. You can still turn it on 
And that's the same thing that I'm saying here. You know, it's change with tech when technology change changes, change along with it. Learn the new learn what's new. But you right. always but you always have your old way of doing something. So at least if you don't, if you can't figure out the new way or can no the new way is no longer relevant, you still got the old way. You can still get the job done. Mm-hmm. You can still get the job done. And I think that's a good point to make for people who are older, who are trying to reinvent themselves, who are um, trying to adapt with social media. You know, if the mm-hmm. old way of doing things is working for you and it's still getting you jobs, by all means, continue to do the old. But again, learn the new, adapt to the new in some ways because the new is only going to be moving forward and progressing. Um, so you, you're going to want to learn the new. There's nothing wrong with still holding on to the old. It's just that you're going to want to learn the, the new, what's going on, what's new, um, and, and just trying to find a place in that. You know, so social media is here to stay. So try to find your way in social media. If there's nothing but looking at some of the makeup artists out there and just following them for, even if it takes you 30 days, just follow and see, see how, it, how it works and see what they're doing and what they're doing on these particular social media outlets. And then set yourself up an account and do the best that you can. Post pictures. You know, like I said, do the best that you can. Post your work. Um, you know, go on other people's page and follow and like and whatever, whatever you have to do to, to start getting followers. But, you know, if you're not married to that, if you can't keep up with social media, no one's saying that you have to. But the fact that you have a presence on is a great start, you know. Figure exactly. the rest out later. You know, figure right. the rest out later. But, but you know, have a presence. Exactly. Have a presence. You know, and there's a exactly. lot of people out there who think that um, they don't have to have websites. I, I heard what you were reading with the young lady was saying she, she no longer has a website. Um, you know, my thing is, is just don't get caught in the fact that of thinking that, you know, Instagram could take the place of your your website. Well, it may it may take the place of your website depending on who you're who you're trying to um to market to or who you're trying to get to see your work. You know? Um some professional outlets, you know, when they say they want to see your work, they don't want you presenting Instagram to them. You right. know, they want they want to see a website. You know, and then for some for some outlets, I want to see your work, and you show them Instagram, and they're that's good enough for them. You know, and right. so it, it really depends. So there's no harm in having both. It might be repetitive. You know, well, for some people, the way things are set up, it may be two different things, totally different things, but there's, there's nothing wrong with having a website. And if she, for that young lady that you were reading from on Facebook, I would suggest taking the time to get that website back up and running. Right. Even if it's old, so what? Let it be old. When you get the, fo- the good photos, switch them out. Mhm. Switch them out. Mhm. It doesn't I have matter so if the pictures. It doesn't matter if the pictures are dated. It still shows the work that you can do. Mhm. And this is well, our, I have this is our problem. This is our problem with looking at what everybody else is doing. Absolutely. I have so many pictures that I need to put on my website. My website needs to be updated so desperately. Um, and it's just a matter of taking the time to sit down and, and doing it. I have, you know, I'm so far behind on that. I have so much materials put out there. So though that, you know, my jobs from the last few years have not required me to um, show my uh, website. I, I'm, I'm telling you, if somebody was to ask me to, sh- to give them my website right now, I can be confident enough to say, here's the web address, 
And even though those pictures, you know, are older, no what people looking at it really wouldn't know that they were that old. You know what I mean? They can look and right. say, Oh, okay. I see your work and go about their business. In my mind I'm like, Oh my God, this thing is, you know, eight right. years old or whatever the situation is you know. And that's that's kind of the thing. You can put some work out there that still looks current, you know, in five years. Right. You know, versus how everyone's putting every everything that they've done within the last two weeks out on Instagram, you know, and feeling like they and have this to is, keep it fresh all the time. And this is why this is why it looks current. It's because you're doing what you do. You're doing the makeup that mm-hmm. you do. You're not necessarily doing the makeup that's popular um, mm-hmm. on Instagram. You know what I mean? Right. What, just because it's, Instagram doesn't make it, what's going on on Instagram doesn't make it current. You know, that's just the, the trendy things to do. Um, highlighting and contouring, all this stuff that's going on on Instagram, highlighting and contouring has been going on since the beginning of time, okay, mm-hmm. when it comes to makeup. Highlighting contouring has always been a thing. It just hasn't been like it is. It's not. A, it wasn't a thing like it is now, and how it's being used now. It was used more properly as a corrective thing, and how to create that perfect face shape, um, and you know, making making a woman look her very best. And and you know, people also did some creative things with highlighting and contouring, um, you know, creatively, like in drag makeup or anything else, but. A lot of things that's going on now with it, it's, it's, you know, in my opinion, it's a little over the top, but everybody tends to do the same thing with it. It's, it's such a trend that everybody's, you know, doing the same thing. They're highlighting under and above the brow. You know, everything is the same. Everybody's work looks the same because everybody's doing the same thing. But if you stick to what you do, if you stick to what you were doing to get the clientele that you had before, trust me, that's all people are going to look at is you, your talent. And it's not going to be compared to anybody else because really if you could do a decent enough job on makeup, that's all people are concerned with. The only thing they're going to really be comparing you to somebody else with is to decide, okay, who can I pay the least amount of money? Who will take the least amount of money? And that's the only thing um, that they're really going to be comparing comparing for, um, compare, you know. If it's, right. Especially if it's, if it's a clientele, like a corporate client or something like that, they're really just going to be looking at that. Okay, she does a decent enough job for what we want. Can we pay her, you know, $100 less than this other person we're looking at? So... It's all interesting. Yeah, we just have to do, um, you know, we have to do the very best at being ourselves and being comfortable with that, being comfortable with who we are, being comfortable with our skills. And if you're not comfortable with your skills, get to the point to where you are, you know, do the work to make yourself better. Um, um, You know, uh, and just start, like I said, doing the things that you did when you, when you first started in the business. What did you do to build upon that got you to where you are now? Let's go back mm-hmm. to that. Let's go back to that. Let's try communicating more by actually getting up from behind the computer and actually leaving the house to actually to actually meet people and to, to get out and about and network with people. Um, like early on in my early on in my career, when I when you know worked with um, when I freelanced with a lot of well you know not a lot but a couple of different brands more specifically when I freelanced with Bobby Brown Cosmetics, you know I was already in the film industry, already working in the film industry, already doing music videos, already doing television news. I was doing it all when I first started my career. Everything things that you know I didn't necessarily like freelancing at the counters as much as I did um, TV. I didn't um, like doing music videos as much as I did film, you know, but I did it anyway. It was a source of income. 
and I learned a lot. I learned why I didn't like certain things as much as I liked something else. You know, when I first started in the business, I wanted to work with, um, you know, in the music business with music acts, doing makeup for people in the music business. And once I started working on music videos, I realized very quickly, no, I don't. I don't want to do that. Um, and I never thought, and I never wanted to do film or TV. That just wasn't what I wanted to do. I wanted to be more so, like I said, music business and doing print, uh, you know, print work. Then I realized print work wasn't going to make me any money. So that idea just, you know, <laughs> went out the window. Um, I mean, I've done print work, but it does not pay um, compared to, you know, how well I can do in film and TV. I didn't go into film and TV because of how much it paid because I didn't know how much it paid. When I started film and TV, I really realized I like this. I like the creative process of this, um, you know, and I grew. I grew in that industry. And the more you grow, the more you know. And the more you know, the more you get paid for. So, you know, it, it was just a matter of getting out there and doing anything I could just so that I was, I was employed. And from that, I learned what I really enjoyed to do, um, really enjoyed, you know, doing. And, um, and it went from there. So my suggestion to this young lady on Facebook is to, like I said, go back to what you were doing to build up to the clientele that you had before you started doing makeup. And, um, you know, really decide if that's what you want to continue doing. And, and from the sounds of it, it seems like it is what you want to do. But you have, but you need to really get out there into uh, the community of where you're going to move in Virginia and try to make the connections face-to-face. It, it always helps when you do things face-to-face. And um, you communicate with people not by sending them text messages or emails all the time. It's always better because there are people who send me emails all the time or send me DMs um, on Instagram all the time or hit me up on Facebook all the time, and I have no idea who they are. And they're asking if they can come on my show and work with me on my show, but I've never met, met these people. I don't know who they are. And they reach out to me, some of them every week, the same people, over and over again. But when I meet you in person, after you hit me up 50 times on social media, and I meet you in person, then I feel like I know you just a little bit better. And it's like, okay, I know who this person is. You know, and, and, and you, I'm looking at everything. I'm looking at how you approach me. I'm looking at, um, you know, if you approach me with confidence or, you know, if, if you carry yourself in a certain way. Because the thing is, if you work with me, I want to know that you can be professional, that you can look professional, that you can speak professionally um, because you're going to be around actors. And I want to make sure actors are comfortable because the moment a, uh, an actor is not comfortable with someone that you bring on to a show, they're going to say, don't hire that person again, or I wasn't comfortable with that person, you know? But that's how I get to know people by, you know, meeting them at the trade shows, seeing them face-to-face. So it's always good when you can do something face-to-face. I'm going to really recommend that more so than just sending someone an email. If you send them an email, great, but find an opportunity to meet them face-to-face if you can, even if it's just, you know, can we meet for lunch or um, are you attending this trade show? Maybe we can meet up at the trade show. But I would suggest not bothering people, but just presenting them with that idea. And if they say yes, fine. If they don't, don't worry about it. But don't uh, – my, my thing is try not to reach out to people via social media unless you don't have any other contact information for them. If you have contact information for them, use their phone number or use their email address. I would say not to text them, but to call them. And I think things will – will kind of work out for people a lot better by doing that, by, by changing the way that we communicate with people and not so much through an instant messenger or, you know, because you think about it, if, if you're reaching out to somebody who's you're reaching out to a professional person, you don't want to DM them on, on Instagram. I wouldn't. I would want to send them a, a professional email. 
Absolutely. Well, with that being said, <clears throat> I hope we've helped someone tonight um, who who wants to start over, uh, whether it's a new town or a different part of the beauty industry or what have you. Um, I hope we've, we've shared something that um, – will help you with your new beginning and your new start. Again, um, <clears throat> this has been a great topic, and uh, hit us up on our uh, Illusions um, online radio page. I'm sorry, on our Blog Talk online radio page on Facebook if you want to continue the discussion. Um, it's been a great one for sure. Um let us know if you have any other topics or any other questions or concerns about your career in makeup that you want to talk about, you want us to talk about on the show, we'll be glad to do it. Again, you can hit us up on um, our Facebook Beauty Talk online page. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at beauty underscore talk underscore media. On Instagram, we are beauty underscore talk. And uh, you can uh, follow me personally at Janice Tunnell on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and soon coming YouTube. You can follow my sister on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube as Denise Tunnell. You can also follow the both of us together on Facebook at Janice and at Denise and Janice Tunnell on Facebook. So there are many ways that you can find us, uh, get your comments out there, your questions out there. We'll be glad um, glad to help you in any way, whether it's about film and television makeup, whether it's about makeup for women of color, or if it's just about this beauty industry in general, we are available to you. Um, just a reminder to those out there who are interested, our campaign, we've been talking about it all last year, our campaign, the um, – Definition of Beauty campaign is rolling out in a few weeks. So for those of you who are listening and want to get involved, if you want to share a audio um, clip of you defining what your definition of beauty is, you can send that to us at beautygirlsmedia at gmail.com. It has to be 60 seconds or less in an MP3 format, and we'll get it played here on the air. Or you can send us like a headshot-style picture of yourself and your definition of beauty in 30 words or less um, to beautygirlsmedia at gmail, and we're going to be posting those on our Instagram page. Again, that's rolling out in a few weeks. If you want to be involved, just shoot us an email at beautygirlsmedia at gmail.com, and we will get your responses out there. Um, <clears throat> again, Happy New Year, and thanks for tuning in tonight. We'll be back next with another great topic and possibly a, um, another great guest for you guys. So make sure you stay tuned to one of our social media pages where we can get the information out there to you as to who our guest is and who our topic, what our topic will be for the evening. Again, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for hanging in there with us for 10 long years. It has not been easy. But we thank you um, for being a part of this Beauty Talk journey. So have a wonderful, wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Have a great night. Good night, everybody. And thank you to those who listened to our show last week from Ireland, Australia, Canada, the U.K., the U.S., and all around the world. Thank you guys so much. Good night. Good night. Beauty Talk Radio, hosted by your favorite twin celebrity makeup artist, Denise and Denise Tunnell, is celebrating 10 years, and we simply want to say thank you to all of our guests, our sponsors, and supporters who have taken the journey with us. Because of your support, we've been able to bring you conversation, beauty and skincare tips from the industry's finest, and so many more. Sam Fine, Australian makeup artist Ray Morris, James Vincent, V. Neal, Nigeria's own Lola Maja, Kevin James Bennett, Rocky Cosetti, Marietta Carter-Narcisse, Tim Bucharin, Mickey Taylor, formerly of Essence Magazine, A.J. Crimson, Michael DeVellis, 
Suzanne Patterson, Larry Sims, Denisa Myricks, Melissa Street, Michael Key of Makeup Artist Magazine, Camille Friend Rochard, Naja Riquette, Bernadette Thompson, and so many more. We're celebrating 10 years, and we're so excited about what's to come for Beauty Talk Radio. Millions listen live and via iTunes downloads from around the world. So we have to say thank you to our listeners in the U.S., of course, the U.K., Australia, Ghana, Russia, South Africa, Uganda, Brazil, South Korea, Ireland, Canada, Sweden, the Bahamas, and so many other parts of the world. Are you following us on social media? We're on Instagram at beauty underscore talk underscore media. We're also on Twitter at beauty underscore talk. And we can't forget about Facebook, beauty talk online. We're celebrating 10 years. We're excited about where we're going and we know you are too. 